0: hello, friend. Happy Monday. Welcome to January 16th, and thanks for joining me for today's episode of Enough for Today. We are in Psalm 69, and I invite you to join me there once again. David is in trouble again. He's going to God again, and we've learned so much already from this psalm, but today is pretty significant. It's a pretty special day. Um, we said when we began the psalm, this is a messianic psalm. There's a couple ways to quantify it. Excuse me, this psalm. One is that it's an imprecatory psalm. It's David praying for God to bring down his enemies. And we've talked about imprecatory psalms before. Another big theme of this psalm is that it's messianic, it foreshadows um, Jesus in, in numbers of ways, but the, the primary way is right before us. Uh, it, it turns out that this psalm was a prophecy. Um, about what would happen to Jesus in many respects. So we left off with draw nigh to my soul, redeem it, deliver me because of mine enemies, verse 18. Now we're in verse 19 today. And I want you to think about this. There's a couple things I want you to take away. First is thou hast known my reproach and my shame and my dishonor. Mine adversaries are all before thee. So this is, on one hand, David saying to God, you've known my reproach and my shame and my dishonor and you're fully aware of all of my adversaries. Um, And there's something significant about knowing that God is aware, that God empathizes, that I'm the object of his pity and that he understands, okay, that that his knowledge means his providence. His providence means his will his will means his grace so if he is knowledgeable of it then he's god he's providential in it which means it's in some way his will which means in some way there's grace and mercy through it so knowing that god is aware of my reproach is uh, is a huge comfort but this goes deeper because it turns out this is a messianic prophecy so when david said thou hast known my reproach um He's saying, in in quite literal terms, God would not just be familiar with, he would be acquainted with. He would enter into and experience my reproach and my shame and my dishonor. And he would experience the loss, the reproach, the horrible uh, devastation that David is experiencing. He would encounter all of the same kinds of adversaries personally. He would experience the broken heart and the heaviness. Um, he would do what David is doing. He would pray for God's assistance in these things. Um, the The word known here, yada, is a very intimate word, okay? It is to know and recognize and understand, but also it there's... There's references at times where this word is used um, to speak of sexual intimacy. Joseph knew her not, okay? The concept, um, I don't want you to think that is a sexual term exclusively, but there is an intimacy and a union here. There's an experiential union in this word that um, is, is referring to the fact that Jesus knows our reproach, he enters into it, he experiences it, he feels it, he goes through it. He experiences, verse 20, reproach hath broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness. And I looked, now now I want you to hear where this goes. I looked for some to take pity, but there was none, and for comforters, but I found none. So total rejection, total aloneness, total abandonment. Who other than David do we know of in scripture that faced this total kind of loss and abandonment? And then look at verse 21. They gave me also gall for my meat and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Gall is a poisonous plant probably from the poppy but I want to call your attention to this. And in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. This is clearly fulfilled in jesus on the cross when the roman soldiers jesus said i thirst and the roman soldiers who were there mocking and scorning they had no desire to quench his thirst but they had a sponge and they put it on the tip of a spear and they dipped it in vinegar and they crammed it into his mouth now um I don't want to be crude, but I do want you to understand the depth and the depravity of this action. There's only one reason that Roman soldiers would have had a sponge in the vicinity of their post that day. And that is that the sponge on a stick with vinegar was an antibacterial way of cleansing yourself after relieving yourself. So it's terrible to think about But there was no toilet paper. and No, they did not use leaves. They used sponges and vinegar on a stick. Um, And that's not hearsay. That's truth. That's history. So when they stuck that sponge into Jesus' mouth, they were dishonoring him and defiling and, and grotesque, most inhumane ways. They were treating him like an animal. So my friend, I I don't mean to be heavy today, um, but I want you to understand whatever you're going through, as painful and difficult as it is, there is great comfort and great mercy and pity and compassion in the realization that Jesus knows it. I mean, he knows it. He entered into it. He walked into it for you. And so he walks into it with you. So think on these things today and have a good Monday. We'll see you tomorrow.